Welcome to Intuidate Radio. This is Relationship Insight with an intuitive twist. And today's twist is our one and only Steve. I'm the twist. Yeah, you're always a twist. Looking good today with your um, fall spectacle. Oh, yeah. I'm rocking the flannel. Change the season. You got to change the wardrobe. Bringing out the eyes. Yeah. Do what I can. Okay. Well, good. Um, (laughs) You're looking good. We have some very interesting guests today in the studio. I am medium. Marissa Liza Pell. If you want to get in touch with me, go to connectionbeyond.com. Now, Donna Drama is in the studio once again. Coming at you. I feel like we you've come to a precipice. You've come to the you know cliff and everyone was waiting. And yeah. now you're kind of through the woods and you're on the other side oh, yeah. of like relationship people. Oh, yeah. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Absolutely. Yep. So here you are. You're still dramatic, though. Still crossing <laughs> drama and life course. and love. But you're like in the relationship world now. Yeah. Like you're not on the single side. Living the dream. Yeah. Good. So yeah. you have your own bureaus. You have your own closet. I have my own room. I have my own room. Like I still, we sleep in the same bed, but I have my own, my clothes and stuff is too much. So I have my own room for all my clothes, all my private time, wow. all my alone time. My girlfriends come over. So I have a whole room. So oh. you got in there. Now you're you're getting, you're just like spreading the love Oh yeah, everywhere. I decorated the house in two days. Oh my God. Literally two days. <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah. You got to come decorate and he's my house. like, I yeah. can't believe, I can't believe how great the house looks and you've add, added so much to this. And I was just on a roll. I was like, all I needed to hear was you're, you're living here. And I just ran with it. And you had a yard sale like a day later. I had a yard sale before I decorated to yeah, get rid of all the. I yeah. I decluttered his house yeah. and purged everything, and he just let me do it. I took control, and, and then and you he asked made, him to help you out with the yard sale. He was not happy about that. Well, because he like, told me he's like, "I'm not going to help you. I'm busy that day." And I was like, "Okay." And then I had some demands that I, I needed some help, and then it. it just everything was a big mess. So I handled the yard sale myself, but me $200. <laughs> yeah. So good. So to buy more stuff. Right. <laughs> and to have a personal organizer come in, but that didn't happen yet. No, she's coming Monday. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So went from not being able to have a drawer to now you're the run of the house, run of oh, the mill. Absolutely. I wear the pants. Oh, so you're the matriarch of the house. You're absolutely. the boss. Abs- I am uh, the boss. Okay. Well, Dr. J, when she comes on, is going to be very happy about this. So we're going to have to talk to her and ask her how she feels about that. Now, we have a huge show ahead of us. We have my friend Debbie in the studio. Hi, Debbie. I haven't seen you in years. I haven't seen you in a long time either, but nothing changes when we get back together. No, it's the retrograde show. Yeah, the retrograde is here. With the antique medium. (laughs) That's right, with the antique medium. And we have our friend Dr. J on the line. Hi, Dr. J. Hello, everyone. How are you today? Yes, we're, we're going to be talking with you about how to keep the fire alive in relationships today. I'm so excited to talk to you guys about the four passion igniters. So. Oh, we got we to gotta tease that. I don't even want to. We got to tease our listeners here. We can't wow. go into this right away. But let me ask you first, Dr. J, because we're going to have your friend Mike calling in. You guys actually grew up together. Yes, we did. Yes. And he's. Western Pennsylvania, yes. He's not following our advice on Intuidate Radio, so we needed to have you come on to kind of put him into place. Oh, yeah, we got to whip him in shape. That yeah. Makes sense. He is, uh, he's here, Jackie. Um, oh, yeah, great. Dr. Jade, is your real name? Do- yeah, Do- I don't even know your real first name. I just assumed it was Jackie, but I don't know. Is it something else? 
I have to keep it mysterious and incognito. So okay. Dr. J <laughs> Dr. works J. for me. Okay. So it could be Jennifer. We don't know. That's right. Okay. Or so, Jamie. I think, Jane, I think it's Jane. I'm feeling yeah. Jane. Yeah. Jane Eyre. Yeah. yeah. Mysterious. Zha-Zha. Okay. Zha-Zha. So, Mike, are, are you on the line? Yeah, here I am. How are you doing? Good, good. How are you doing is the question. We uh, we have Dr. J on the line, and you guys have known each other for a long time. And uh, I figured if we couldn't whip you into shape, that she would. That's the she, plan, Mike. She's always we giving me back. guidance. Yeah, well, this guidance that everyone's been giving you, you haven't been listening, so we're upset. It's hard to listen to it, though. I kind of like to do what I want to do. I know, but didn't it end up the way we told you it was going to end up anyway? Well, right now I've been kind of seeing two girls, and mm-hmm. they don't know about each other. I'm trying to figure out which one I like more. Okay, well, let's let's bring the listeners back into this situation just for people that haven't been tuning in. You asked me and a few other people, our psychics on the show, about a woman named Brittany, right? A while ago? Right. And we advised against that because she was she had dated one of your friends. Right. right. And, and I had also done a reading on you in the past and said that there's going to be a betrayal with a friend. And you would ask your friend if he would mind. And he said he would mind. But you went ahead with it anyway. <gasps> he minded. Yeah. And, and you still went and did the, did the deed. Yes. <laughs> and we also had a reading, me and you had a reading, and you said that I told you that you can't feed two wolves at the same time. Right. 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 So how did you interpret that? That I needed to go after a girl based on her personality and the right. way we get along opposed to look. Okay. So you're banging this other girl. And then this other girl comes along and she, she gives you the line that comes through in the reading, right? She says, right. you and, can't and feed the same wolf. That, oh, maybe this girl is, I'm supposed to like her based on her personality. <laughs> she said that she so what is what was the what was the phrase she actually said to you she was i forget what we were talking about but at one point she said it's like the two wolves <gasps> you can only feed one wow oh. you can feed two wolves if you have enough meat oh, oh no, you didn't. that's what i'm doing right now oh you're, you're feeding two wolves <laughs> with the same meat yes oh geez so you're having sex I- with <laughs> Bazinga. Oh my god! <laughs> and you seem like like you're a little cocky about this right now. You got a little, you got a little like it, confidence. It definitely goes to my head a little bit. Yeah, it's going. I'm well, I'm curious I to what the it. I'm curious to what the girl what you responded to when the girl said that about you can't feed two wolves. Like, yeah, so that's just like challenge accepted. What did you say? Like, okay, I won't. Or like, I'll get a second job. No, I honestly thought I was like. Wow, I, maybe I like this girl just for her personality, not looks. I'm a great person. That's what the way I was thinking. So she wasn't good looking. So why did you pursue her anyway if you base things on looks? No, she's she looks okay. Um, the other girl looks definitely better. Yeah. But wait, you told me you broke it off. You you texted me the other day and told me you broke it off with Brit and and you have a you have a system by the way that you break things off. So can you tell us about the system that you use on women? Uh, my system is I become weird and distant. Mhm. And I just basically slow down my text, slow down my phone calls. So you don't I'm, honest. I become very busy. So you just don't like you don't, you lead people on then. You don't really say like, listen, this isn't working out. I'm, I'm sorry. You know, best of luck to you. Right. I mean, okay. I still like Brittany. 
But I thought you I thought you told her that it wasn't going to work, and she said, okay, she understands. So how are you still... Well, because then the next day I hung out with the other girl. Yeah. And then I started thinking, maybe I like Brittany more. I think that you <laughs> like Brittany because she's on the back burner. And in case it doesn't work out with this other woman, you're not going to be alone. And you can just run back to her. So you're kind of keeping her in the loop well, here. You know, it's always good to have options. Just no, saying. it is. Absolutely. Right. Well, but, you know, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I need Dr. J to come in here and lay it down. You're at a crossroads. And I think you need a hard time today because you're getting to the point where things are going to blow up around you well in order to prevent that i wanted to ask you to not tag me on facebook (laughs) (laughs) okay that's fine but you know i can always keep this in the back of my mind if perhaps you know we need to ask you for something just keep it in the back of your mind and we're we're okay okay so dr j tell us what you think about mike and what's going on with him well, I have some thoughts, and I, and I also have some questions. So I guess, you know, Mike, Mike, for you, when, when you think about how this scenario plays out and, and the ultimate outcomes that you want in your life or with respect to relationships, what are you hoping for as far as the end results are concerned? And what I'd are like you with this person or, or, or with somebody else, with, with these two, two girls or with somebody else? What, what, what is your long-term hope? My long-term hope is to find a girl who... I want to hang out with who, when the morning comes, I don't want her to leave. Mm-hmm. Do you want these two girls to leave, Mike? When yeah. In, both of them in the morning. Like you want 10, them both to leave. 10 I'm nodding. Yeah. Wow. And what do you do after 10 a.m.? Like, you, what do you do? I, I just want some me time. <laughs> okay. So, I'm being honest. Yeah, at least he's honest. Yeah, no, you are. I just think it's funny because, you know, you'd, you would think you'd want to hang out with these girls or go somewhere or do something or you know, spend some quality time. So the interest, the thing that really interests me about relationships and in talking to so many different people through so many different relationships is that you often hear what they want. You hear what the end goal is. But when you talk with them about what they're doing to reach that end goal, it's completely polar opposite of what that end goal looks like. So in this case, you're hanging out with two chicks, neither one of them, which you're motivated to hang out with after 10 a.m. And... I guess, you know, my question for you is, is what series of behaviors and things do you need to do in order to accomplish that ultimate goal of of finding that soulmate that you want to hang out with after 10 a.m.? That's part of the problem. I never really think what I need to do. I'm always looking at them and trying to control what they do. Because you're looking for instant gratification in what you need in the moment right now. I don't think yeah. I, I don't think you're capable of an intimate relationship right now. I think you're afraid of getting close to people. That's what I feel. That's always what I tell the girl when I'm ready to break it off. <laughs> and I think that you're wasting your time to With find your true soulmate if you're all your energy and time is going into these two girls who you don't want an end result with. So cut them both out and be alone and you'll have plenty of me time to find somebody that you do want to go and hang out with after 10 a.m. I think he would be scared if he found his ideal match. I think he would freak out. Well, that's why he needs to be alone and work on himself. What do you think, Dr. J? Are you on uh, on track with what I'm saying? Are you just agree? I completely agree. I think if the end goal um, is that you want love and intimacy and a healthy relationship where every day you're excited to wake up to your partner and, you know, you grow old together, you do things together. If that's really what you want and right now you're feeling like you can't 
necessarily make a commitment or you're feeling pulled in different directions or you're you're hanging out and wasting time with people that really aren't right for you. Yeah, I mean, it, it would give some indication that maybe you some alone time would do you wonders where you can really kind of think about what you want. And what I always tell people is when when you decide on what you want, don't settle for anything around that. If you, if you have your eye focused on the goal, stop accepting lesser forms of what you want and keep your eye on the prize and ultimately you, you, you will get there. Like make an ideals list, you know? Mm-hmm. An ideal relationship, an ideal woman, and follow that list. And if she doesn't match one of the things on there, or all, you know, then she's out. Donna, right. that's a perfect. I actually, I actually highly encouraged Mike to make a list of fifty-five things that he wanted in a woman on an Excel spreadsheet. Did, did did you do that assignment, Mike? You you did tell me to do that. <laughs> I thought it sounded a little crazy, but I will do that. Uh. Well, you're the one that sounds crazy right now. So. <laughs> well, Mike, listen, I mean, d- did we any of us make an impact during this call today? Or are you still going to keep doing what you're doing right now? Because I feel you're just going to keep doing what you're doing until the pain gets great enough. Yeah. It, I find it hard to tell girls that I'm not that into them and that I just want to be friends. It, that's right, really so you, hard but you told this girl that you didn't want to see her anymore. She said she understood and now you're still having sex with her. How the hell, you know, when she, did she call her back and say, I, I changed my mind. Now I want to s- still hang out. And she was like, yes. I always go the let's just stay friends route. And then Ugh. try and I feel like you need to be, r- I think I feel like you need to be right sized. I think it's all ego. I think the ego is getting out of control a little bit here. You, you got to right size yourself here. And um, I feel like, you're saying, oh, well, I don't know how to tell them. Like, they're going to be heartbroken and devastated if you tell them, I'm sorry, I have to end this. But um, that's your ego. You know, they'll be okay. They'll get through it. <laughs> you know? I don't know. Oh, well, oh, I, I, think, I, think you're, I think you're making these decisions based on selfish motives, whether that be sexual, whether that be, hey, um, maybe I should try a girl who I like their personality, but you're not considering the feelings of the people that you're getting involved with. And I, I think you're afraid of being alone too. I mean, yeah. it's, it's better to have somebody in the wings rather than just be alone while you're waiting to find that right person. So it's kind of like a distraction while you're still looking. Mm-hmm. Well, Mike, we, we hope we made an impact on you today and we'd like to follow up and see what kind of decisions you make next week. Okay. Eventually I'm going to make a, a, the right decision, right? Right. Hopefully. Okay. Yeah. So take this, make your ideals list, come back, tell us where you're at. And we, uh, we hope it's in a better place. All right. All right. Thank you for the help. Thanks, Mike. Bye. Okay. Okay. Take care, Mike. So now in the studio, we have our lovely and talented Debbie and Debbie, you did the Cougar Cub situation. I did. Yes. How much older were you than the guy that you were with? I was 18 years older, Marissa. Yes. And you came to me and you said, this is the man. Yes, I did. Yes, you did. And at the time he was. And what happened? Well, it was a cultural difference Mm because you met him, as you know, he was Korean. Mm -hmm. And I think with me struggling about age, he struggled with our cultural differences. Mm -hmm. And I believe that as he got closer and closer to graduation, really thinking about introducing me to his family and thinking about how I would fit into the fold. He realized it was really not going to work. and Didn't he think about that in the beginning? He did. You know, he struggled yeah. with it. And we yeah. talked about it. And I said, I don't know what's going to happen. I can't see the future. But if it works, you we stay together. You could see the future. You could see the future. I 
you know, sometimes love blinds <laughs> your vision. Yeah. You have beer goggles yes. on without drinking beer. But, you know, I <laughs> never take anything. I never ask anybody for promises because I don't think that's fair. We change over time, you know, mm-hmm. and I knew he struggled with it just like I struggled with age. You know, I worried about, you know, just are you going to get tired of me? I mean, I'm feisty. I'm bubbly. I don't lose energy. I work out. But still, I'm older. I mean, I'm in a different place. Do you feel place. age played a role in this at all? No. No. So what was the advantages of, of the Cougar Cub situation? Steve, pay attention. I'm taking notes. <laughs> okay. What was the advantages of this type of pairing? Because that's a that's a big age gap. Hmm. It is a big age gap. And I'll be honest, I had more energy than he ever had. I mean, it wasn't. Wow. I'm just you. very, I work out, I'm healthy, but I can't really say there was an advantage or disadvantage. It was just like dating anybody else. And, oh, that's and you great. met him. Yeah. He is a nice person. He was very mature good, for his age. Very mature for yeah. his age. And I'm not immature for my age, but I'm young-minded. So let me ask you, you know, you're in a position where you think this is the one that, mm-hmm. that you know, went bad. And so where are you at now? Like, did you did you try to find love again? Are you, where are you at at the moment? Well, I, we always part amicably. Um, I'm a bigger person now. And, you know, I saw the good in what he did. It was not working towards the end. And Towards the end, I kind of knew maybe it wasn't the one, but he got mm-hmm. me to a place where I needed to be mm-hmm. in order to really find what I did want rather than what I didn't want. Mm-hmm. So I turned to online dating. Oh, geez. <laughs> yes. My yeah. sister said, why don't you try Matt.com? And I said, well, I've never gone online before. That sounds scary. Mm-hmm. And so we got me set up with a profile. God, how do you talk about yourself in a paragraph? And I can tell you. Yeah, you can. <laughs> I'm hot and hot. And no. <laughs> so she gave me some basic ground rules, you know. Can I tell them on the air? Sure. Go she for said, it. And anybody else who's out there, I'm anatomy. not going to say a bad word. But she just said, you know, don't pay, don't put out, don't talk about politics, religion, and your exes. Okay, that's good. That's good. So I had to write it down. I had to take notes. She had all kinds of uh, good advice for me. So I didn't realize when you get on Match.com, if you don't read the fine print, they auto charge you and just re-up your membership all by itself. Oh. So I went on last, I guess, October. And by December, I had decided that I was done. And Mm -hmm. don't you know that I didn't think they were going to auto charge me. And before I knew it, boom, I was auto charged. So Looked like I was looking at three months more. So I put on my little, okay, it's meant to happen hat. Something's got to give. And I just took it from there. So you decided you were done with match.com. The only thing that saved you was the auto charge. Yes. And you found your man through this auto charge. I did. Universal situation that happened. Yes. I decided it was meant to be. So uh, not before I had my little angry phase and deleted anybody who contacted me in January because I said, I'm done. Mad. February, I I softened a little and started to look again and got a wink from somebody that I wasn't sure. But, you know, my sister said, be open minded and go out with people. Don't base it on looks. So read the profile and uh, went out and met uh, the person I'm currently been with for eight months. Eight months. It's almost like having a baby. No kidding. One more month and I'd have a (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) so like, do you feel this is the one? You know, I stopped trusting myself for a while Mm -hmm. and I went and got the support of my family because my family did not like the last boyfriend that I cared so much for. Right. The Korean one. The Korean. And Mm -hmm. they they gave me reasons why. And, you know, in retrospect, I can see that. So I decided love was indeed blind and that I wasn't going to trust myself. 
got the humongous nod of approval from my mother, my sister, my son, and they confirmed what I myself think. And that is, I do believe this is the best relationship I've ever had. It's unique. Yeah. Because I think I'm different now. I'm at a whole different spot. And I do believe he may be the one. So how old is he? He's my age. Okay. So 48. Okay. So no cub, no cougar. (laughs) No cougar. No, 48. Okay. Got a few knocks and scrapes and just like myself, been through it. We have so much in common. And I think that's so important. Similar upbringings, similar family situations. Those traditional values are very important. so important. Yes. So this is great. I'm really happy that that you're here and that things are going well for you. And of course, we're going to have our intuitive you know, part of the show. So if you want us to intuit, (laughs) you just let us know if you're like, you know, I want to take this and see how, where it leads. That's good too. But before we get there, we're going to bring on Dr. J to talk about everything we've all been waiting for. Cause we all have situations in our lives right now where these, these pointers could uh, actually help us out. I agree. So we have Donna drama. We've got (laughs) Debbie. We've got all these people here that are really, really in need of Dr. J, tell us. Yes. So if you look at a lot of the research on why couples continue to be healthy or why why the couple relationship or marriages tend to decline, is is because in the beginning of a relationship, we're sharing a lot of very positive information. So if you think about it, when you, you know, you first fall in love, you know, and you, you call your girlfriend and you tell her about the guy you just met. You're saying things like, oh my gosh, you know, and the thing about him is, you know, he's such a hard worker and he's so smart and he's really good at, you know, building things and, and, and you, you tend to really build that partner up. But as time progresses, what happens is, is reality starts to set in. You sit the rose colored glasses down and couples will tend to focus on the negative aspects and those things that, you know, the positive comments that you keep changing, that's what creates the euphoria and love. But as time goes on, those negative comments that, you know, uh, that surface and where it's going back and forth and people are, you know, criticizing each other, that's what makes love die. And so mm. I think thinking about that positive reinforcement is, is really one of the four passion igniters that I'd like to talk with you about. Because it, it's so important that you, that you keep up with the compliments. Hmm. That's that's really, really, really interesting because you feel like once you get them, it's like you don't really have to do anything to keep them sort of, sort of situation. Like I got him. He knows he's hot. He knows I like him. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. But but it's but it's that constant love and reinforcement that's going to keep the love going. You know, when you when you think about keeping the fire burning or keeping the passion alive, I, I think people use that analogy because it is you have to constantly put gas on that on the fire. And so those same compliments, that same feeling of love that happens in the beginning of the relationship that has you on cloud nine is the same type of things that you have to do once you get into the relationship and many years into the relationship to keep the fire burning. The second igniter that I'd like to talk to you about is the, is the you know, kind of catch me if you can premise. So once you have your man and, and you have him in place, I highly <laughs> recommend. <laughs> Sorry, I, I just like you have him in place. I love it. Yeah, you, you know, you got him right where you want him. I would keep him coming back for more. I, so some of the things that I do with my husband, for example, you know, if he texts me, I, I don't text him right back. Sometimes he calls me. I'm right there. I see the phone. I ignore it. You know, I, I think it's good for to play a little bit of, of hard to get even when you're married or in a 
relationships. I hate I, that. I don't I hate like it either. Oh I, my god, I hate when that happens. But how do you know what's happening if you don't know somebody? If you, if you know maybe someone's busy, how do you know that they're actually doing that? Well, I mean, sometimes they're busy, yeah. But just playing the mind games like that, mm-hmm. I, I just don't like that at all. See, but, I, I look at it like I myself, I have, I'm in an amazing relationship, and it's right where mm-hmm. I want it, and I'm happy. But I know I have to keep that spark. So instead of not picking up the phone on purpose. I just don't have my phone next to me all the time when I'm out and I'm doing more things independently now without him where I won't talk to him for five, six hours throughout the day and I'm just keeping busy. But I don't I don't I don't agree with the mind game thing. I just no. see. I I don't know. I I have to agree with what she's saying, because I find that if you're always there. Well, don't don't always be there. But I do always have my phone on me because of business. I have to. I have to. I'm, mm-hmm. th- that phone is on me all the time. I have a hundred texts and a hundred calls to field every and day, mm-hmm. and a baby, and a baby, and a business. So well, you don't want to look needy, like always re- replying right away. But, but it's like at the same time, you don't want to cast that seed of doubt. It's not a mind replies. game. It's not a mind no. game. It's it's more. What's the priority right now? If the priority right. is for me for my self care, if the priority is for me to eat, if I'm on the phone with the friend, oh, a yeah, lot of times. Right. But a lot of times, I wouldn't do that. I would put the man as right. the priority. Get off the phone uh, with my friend answer that call or take away time from my business because he texts me to text him back right Right. away. I think that's what she's saying. No, okay, I get it. Yeah, I'm in agreement with that because like you obviously have to have your priority straight. And if something is more important than the guy at the moment, if he's he's always the priority, that's a problem. But I thought she meant on purpose, like me too. See the phone ringing. Let's ask her. Let's ask her what she means. I don't put words in her mouth. So what? What what do you mean? No, it's exactly as as Marissa described. Where you're not just putting the phone down. Where there is, you know, that sense that they're not. You you know, you're not picking up the phone on the first ring, and you are creating a little bit of distance. You're not texting them a hundred times a day saying, "Where are you?" When you come. Well, yeah, you don't want to have a a stage five cleaner. Yeah, (laughs) that's a stage seven stage. What what else can you do? to keep the chase i think this is number two what else is in that is in that realm yeah. other than the so, phone so so the the, the the keeping sacred keeping sacred and sexy so I, I, some of the tips are you know make sure your bras and underwears match you know make make sure that you know you're not you know flagellating and burping and you know <laughs> so what about wearing like, a face mask because last night like we watched tv and i had a face mask on. <laughs> yeah. and i don't wear undergarments so <laughs> <laughs> Going commando. Um, uh, okay, well let's let, no, let, edit no, let's out? let's hear what we have. We don't have a lot of time, so let's see what she has to say. Yeah, so just so just keeping sexy, keeping that you know, not taking everything off, and and you know, just just uh, you know, making sure that you care about what you look like, how you're appearing. Keep mm. keep yourself sexy. I'm, I've been guilty of not. Doing I've been that. guilty of that in previous relationships where I got the guy. And I started wearing sweatpants and didn't do myself up anymore. Yeah, I had no, yeah, I had scruffy clothes on last night before I went to bed and a face mask on for two hours. Yeah. So we should, <laughs> we should talk about that. Okay. Yeah. So is there and a- said that you shouldn't be yourself, but I mean, you, you do want a little bit of that, 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 that sexiness still yeah. there. You want to yeah. keep that sacred. You want to keep them interested. And so I think that's really important. What okay. I love to do is look really good and then be like bye i'm headed out and they're like oh wait but that's that's a little game that's a little game i don't look good for him i I just happen to look good because i want to but i happen to be going out so i'm like bye i'll give him a kiss and a hug and be like he's like where you going i'm like i'm headed out see you later (laughs) (laughs) now is there anything else in that number two category are those the two that you have 
Yeah, so so those really, you know, and it's basically it was it was basically those two wrapped into one. So I just kind of combined them in the interest of time. Okay, and then what's number three? So number three is yeah. So number three is making sure that you look good. That was the number three. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then your number four passion igniter. The number four passion igniter is have fun together. Always do yes. activities that will continue to strengthen the relationship. Yes. Agree. So will this keep your man obsessed? Because we want them to be not only interested, but adoring you, mm. loving you, mm-hmm. desiring you, and obsessed. Not in a well, stalker way. I think I think it's the things that initially attract him to you. Right. Keep so them up. the way that yeah. you look, the way you make him feel, the things that you do together. But what happens is as we get into the relationship, we tend to forget about those things and we don't do them. We roll out of bed with halitosis, you know, you don't <laughs> compliment, <laughs> you know, it, it, and so it's those very things that, that, that got you there. You know, they always say what got you there won't get you there, you know, what got yeah. you there won't get you there. So it's, 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 it's applying those same principles to your love life. This is great. Now, awesome. as, as a man, Steve, do you agree with these principles? Absolutely. I mean, okay. obviously, in a relationship, you're going to get comfortable to a point, but you don't want to just become like a, a mess. Mm-hmm. So you like the woman to keep oh, up with yeah. appearances like, for I, you. I like um, when my girl's going to get done up every once in a while. I'm, I'm not saying you got to do it up every day. But do you like her with the natural look, like a hair and a ponytail, no makeup, yeah. sort oh, of yeah. like I, I t-shirt, think it, jeans? I think that's sexy. I mean, you got to have yeah. the natural beauty. You can't always be hiding behind five pounds of makeup. Right. right. So you like that, but you just don't like if somebody were just frumpy all the time. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. can't do one all the time. You can't do the other. You got to find a healthy balance. Yeah. So keeping it real. Keep yeah, it, that's great. That's Thanks, good. Dr. J. Dr. J, that was just amazing. And I, I'd love to keep you on the line, too, because we have a caller on the line that needs our help. Natal on the line. Can we bring you on, Natal? Yes. Did I pronounce your name correctly? Uh, it's Mital. M as in Michael. Oh, Mital. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I have natal on here. <laughs> it's definitely not prenatal. So yeah, I'll say natal. Okay. Meet, me, sorry. Mital. Meet, yes. Mital. Yes. <laughs> I'm not. Just call her ma'am. Me. Ma'am. Okay. How about me? Okay. Hey girl. So you would hey like girl. to ask a question hey about girl. your love life. Yes. Okay, what um, is your question? So, I was in a relationship about four years ago, but I haven't been in one since. Um, I'm trying, but I just can't seem to find somebody who actually wants to be in a relationship, and it's just getting a little frustrating because it's like, what is going on? <laughs> okay, well, first of all, let me just say that I feel you made the right decision by getting out of this four-year relationship. Um, I feel like that's definitely done, and you've played that out so many times. I feel like there's a lot of back and forth with it. But I feel like you're finally moved on. But there's still that ugh, that residue on you from that relationship that hasn't been cleared. I really feel for you that the best way to go about it for you is going to be a friendship that warms into love. Because I think you jumping into situations that are intense for you leads you down bad lines. So I feel like the person that's meant to be in your life is actually around you. But you're not seeing him in a, uh, in a um, sexual light right now. Okay. Okay. What do you guys feel? The first thing that came to me right away was that um, she's looking in the wrong places. Where okay. where are you like putting your your energy into? Like where are you? Um, I was gonna say putting your energy out. Yeah. Um, like, like there's um, I was on Match. dot com that didn't turn out, and then I'm on these Indian matrimonial sites. So yeah. that's really not going. I feel like you no. have to get up 
and get out and and do it. And I don't think yeah. the online things for you. Uh, this is just what I'm feeling, which goes against what Marissa is saying, which is fine. Yeah. But she's saying that you already know him. But I think that um, you really need to put yourself out there. Okay. Yeah. I, I just feel with this guy, I don't feel that he's going to be Indian. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he's going to be, you know, definitely ethnic. I definitely feel ethnic, but I don't okay. feel Indian. So I feel, yeah, it's, it's weird, but I don't know. Dr. J, what are you getting? Yeah. Um, so I tend to jump around when I'm, when I'm thinking through things and, and Mattel, are you, are you somewhere where um, maybe it's in an environment where there's there's a there's a, a restaurant or some kind of place where they're where they're, where they're I know this sounds really weird but where like you're swiping a card or you're or you're swiping a credit card it might even be like a uh, maybe it's a fitness center but I'm just seeing a, a, a card being swiped does that make any sense to you whatsoever No. <laughs> okay, that's okay. Just keep that in mind though. If it's something okay, like I feel that, like it's going to be out someplace. Yeah, okay. you, you could be like paying a bill at a restaurant or you could be, you know, I don't know. Debbie, you getting anything? Yeah, you know, I, I kind of think a couple things and I'll make it quick. But for one thing, to go and meet people is to really have to go out and have a life on your own and for yourself and to focus on just doing it for relationship purposes. I think that when you put that as the prime focus, you're putting too much energy into it and not really putting energy into really just having fun and enjoying yourself, learning to be alone. And I think that perhaps joining a club or something to do, going out for yourself with something you love, I think that's a way to meet somebody. I feel like that's a good thing for Mitel to do. Yeah. Now, Mitel, I, I get the name Bobby. I keep getting the name Bobby around you or Robert. So I don't know if you know somebody by that name now. No, I don't. Okay. So keep that name <laughs> in mind. I feel like I feel like somebody's birthday party is going to be coming up or you're going to be at a restaurant. And I think that's where Dr. J... I feel that that's where she's picking up the credit card thing because I get this sense of you being out entertainment wise at a restaurant with these balloons, restaurant club, restaurant or all over the place. There's these balloons and you're celebrating something. And I feel like this person is already in your social circle. Like you may not know him like intimately, but I feel like you know of this person. Okay. Okay. And there's a Bobby, not a Robert, but a Bobby that's connected to now that could be Barbara called Bobby or it could be Bob. But somebody's connected to this person with that name. Okay. Okay. And are you ever, do you ever go out to California at all? No. Okay. Because I see a connection to this guy out in California too. Okay. Okay. So I don't want you to to think about how this is all going to happen. Because if you think about how it's all going to happen, it's probably not going to happen the way you think it's going to happen. So (laughs) take the information, but you still have some residue that you need to clear from that previous relationship. Okay. Yeah. And you you were very, very hurt in that situation. So I think that you taking some time and letting this guy come into your energy field, which he will be, and I feel you're going to be married, but you, you, need, you need to just let it happen on its own time. Okay. Do you see marriage like anytime soon? Or That's what I just said. <laughs> I just told you that. Uh, yeah. Did you hear what I said? No. Okay. Yes. I said I saw marriage for you. Okay. Yes. I saw you getting married, um, but... I, I, yeah, I definitely see you getting married. Okay, so thanks okay. for calling me. me, me, me Thank, you. Thank you. Okay, okay, and thanks everybody for being here. Thank you, Thank Dr. You. J, for your four passion igniters. Thank, Thank you, Donna you. Drama. Thanks. Hashtag. 
Thank you, Debbie. It was great to see you again. You too. And thank you, Steve, for producing this and awesome show. For having me. And of course, Mike, we can't forget about him. We're hoping he'll come back with some good news next time. We hope you listen on next week in Two Date Radio. Stay tuned and tune in. 